Hello, 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 hello. Sarah here. Welcome back to another episode of Your Fucking Welcome. Today, I want to break down for you a little bit of information around why I have made the choice to retire the 500K sales system. Now, if you are, I don't know, just hearing that, I feel like that could sound like, oh God, she's just going to make the case for why I should buy this program. And that's really not my intention at all. Uh, I mean, if you buy the program, great, not mad at you about that. But truly, so many people have been reaching out to me and not in like the really cheesy influencer, like a lot of you have been asking. Like really, like so many of you have been sending me messages and asking questions about why I would choose to retire a program and not only retire a program, but why would I retire my biggest moneymaker? And so it's such a valid question. And so I wanted to break it all down for you in just this strategic way and transparent way in terms of why I felt like it was the smart and strategic choice for my business. Because especially like I remember years ago seeing people who I deemed as big, quote unquote, at the time, like hearing them say that they're retiring a program that makes all this money and like my broke self being like, why would you ever not make money? Like it doesn't even make sense to me why you would ever make that choice. And so again, now I see really clearly like why this is an aligned and good decision for me. And so again, from a strategic perspective, I just wanted to break that down for you in case it gives you a little bit of light in terms of making decisions for your own offers, okay? And so just, this is going to be not in any necessarily like chronological order because it isn't in a chronological order. It's not like, here's the number one reason. And here's also this and that it's really just kind of a bunch of different factors all being thrown into one where again, it just felt like the right choice for me to, uh, essentially move on from a program that I love. I still love that is still really great. But again, it just feels like it's no longer relevant or aligned to sell it, to offer it all of that. And so, uh, the first thing that I'll say is that, and this sounds like a silly reason, but it is a, it is a legit reason in my brain is that I've never loved the name, the 500 K sales system. It's a catchy name, especially with that dollar amount in it. But I used it as many of you know, because obviously it's kind of the background, the breakdown of how I was able to have my first and second 500 K year, right? Thus, obviously the name pretty simple and straightforward there, but I've wanted to change the name for a while now, just because I felt like it could be catchier, but, and again, this sounds silly, but it was really bothering me that like it's 500 K and not like a million. I'm like, I don't want to be like half a millionaire, right? Like it just didn't feel good to me, but I didn't want to rename it because it had such a great reputation. And so again, it sounds silly. I know I said it a couple of times, but like it was something that was really kind of like bothering me and like kind of like poking at me. And I felt like I just couldn't get it right in terms of changing the name or changing the format. And so that was one kind of thing lingering over me. The much more important part though, is that here's the thing. The 500 K sales system started out as a very simple and straightforward program. And in fact, I still think it's a very simple and straightforward program in terms of the, like the framework, the overview, the concept, like conceptually, it is still a really simple, straightforward program. It's here's how we sell every day. Here's how we bring people into our world every single day. Here's what we do to show up and sell every day. Like it's like, it's a very simple formula, but what came to happen was that after years of doing and running and sharing and teaching the program, 
naturally I would get a lot of the same questions over and over again and a lot of custom, you know, factors, things that would kind of come up. And so what wound up happening was in the, with the intention of making it a better program and making sure that I was answering the questions that came up over and over again and giving new materials that broke something down in a slightly different way, what wound up happening was that the program just kept growing and growing and growing and growing. And I'm not sorry for that. I'm not sorry for that because, and I'm saying that if, because I don't want to a turn you off from buying it, if you're thinking about it and not, not because of my wallet, but because again, I'm not sorry for every single thing that I put in that program because I, every single time I would go to launch it last year, I would sit there and be like, I've got to streamline this. I've got to streamline this. But then I would go through it and I was like, there is no fluff in this program. There is nothing that I don't feel is intentional in this program. Every single thing that I'm giving, that I'm saying, that I'm talking about, I believe in with like every bone in my body. It's things that come up over and over and over again. And so I can't sit there and like cut things just for the purpose of it. Like that doesn't feel good to me. And so it just wound up feeling, it wound up just feeling really wonky for me in the sense that like, I wanted it to be this simple and streamlined program, but then it was also this program that grew in volume in terms of the amount of content and information that is in it. And something just felt off about that to me, especially because, and this is just transparent, I would have people say that they were overwhelmed and not even overwhelmed necessarily by like what they were learning, but by the amount of information in the program. And it felt like it was hard to digest all of the information. And I would feel so triggered when somebody said that. And I knew that they were correct, that there was a lot of information in the program while at the same time, again, like I was just saying, I don't think that there's anything in the program that is not intentional. And so I, I kept kind of feeling like, I don't know if defensive is the right word to use, but I felt like called to defend why I did things the way that I did, because I'm like, I'm giving you what I know you need based on, again, years of doing this program. I'm answering questions that come up over and over again. And I'm also not sorry that I'm teaching you what I think is important. And it's not taking me, you know, 10 minutes to do that. I'm not sorry that I've given you everything that I think you need to know. And so again, it was just this thing where I knew and I know that I'm right in terms of what's in the offer, but I also knew that people were right when they expressed the fact that it felt a little bit overwhelming and that there was a lot of information in there. And that again, trying to digest it all isn't necessarily an easy task if you're trying to get it through, get through it simply, right? There is a lot of information. And so something just wound up feeling wonky about that for me. And the other part of it, and this is hard to explain, but the thing is, is that the 500k sales system, it started off as a program that in my mind worked for everybody, right? Because it was the same system that I was using to go from broke to 500k, but it was also the same, the same principles that I was using last year for a million dollar year, meaning it works on low levels. It works on high levels, not to say like anyone's low level, but I mean, if you're starting with online business, I think it could still be a system that you implement depending on your like knowledge already of marketing, right? I think a lot of people fail to remind people that, you know, 
everybody's at different stages in terms of just the understanding of this, right? You could have two people who it's their first day running an online business, but maybe one person has a marketing background and one person has never done anything marketing related at all. And so it's going to take two different people, two very different amounts of times to go through the content. And so I felt like it was too much so trying to cater to everybody. And even though I feel as though that's relevant and okay, because I think it does align with people at all different levels, it became difficult to explain that on a mar- in a marketing perspective, because it was like, yes, it could apply to the person who's brand new, but it also could apply to the person who's wanting to go from 500 K to a million. And that's a lot to try to like convince people of, even though I knew it was true from a marketing perspective, we can't over explain over explain, over explain things. And so again, I think it was just, the message was just getting lost in translation in terms of who it was actually for. And so again, those two things combined, the fact that the end of the program had so much information in it, and then it was that new person taking the program, then also like, if a high level person was taking the program, they didn't want to sit through the beginner stuff. Right. So again, it was just going all these different angles. And I felt like the ideal client had gotten a little bit lost in the process of adding more information into the program. And so I knew that I wanted to streamline this year. I knew that I wanted to have fewer offers, fewer programs, and also have them just be a little bit more intentional. And again, not that I wasn't intentional in the past, but I think with every year in business, me and and for all of us, we wind up having more confidence and more certainty in ourselves. And so we can make decisions that are a little bit more coming from a place of certainty and not so much fear. I, as somebody for years who have, I've preached about selling every day and selling all different things at all different price points and getting more customers. And I still believe in every single thing that I said, it's simply that that advice is not relevant to me now and where I am largely because I was in a place where I was again, selling all the things, all the price points to all the people. And that was fine. It worked beautifully. It worked well. There is nothing in me that regrets doing things that way. But as I've talked to you about before, I had to have this moment where I was like, oh, but like Sarah, actually it is safe for you to have a couple programs and to bet on those programs and to not put so much on your plate in this fear-based way where you're, you know, making sure that you're spreading yourself thin. So that way there's no pressure on any one thing. Actually, you've built and established a business that it's okay to have a little bit of pressure because you know what you're doing. Your people know you, you've built something that is like working, right? Like you have a well-oiled machine at this point, you've built up people who again, know you and trust you and like you. And you're, you don't have to act as though it's that first day where you're just trying to sell anything and anybody will buy, you know, something something at some price point. And then again, the money's coming in all different ways. And so therefore there's no pressure on any one thing. It became, it became obvious to me that operating that way continually for me in the place that I am is more fear-based. It might be right and aligned for you based on where you are, but I know that I don't want a million different offers. I know that I want to a sell less frequently I want to be, have fewer offers. And so in doing that, it felt like it made the most sense to kind of like literally the way that I visualize it 
is I'm taking the 500k sale system and I'm cutting it with a knife right down. Not, I was gonna say right down the middle, but that's not true. It's kind of like a maybe 25%, 75% thing. But basically I wanted to slice it, right? And I wanted to take the basic, right? The basic sales system that was there from the beginning, but then just grew. I wanted to take that and create that and turn that into the show up and blow up boot camp. And that is more of just the basics of here's how to make money fast. Here's this sales system. Here's, here's what you need to do exactly every single day. The, the bare bone, I shouldn't say bare bones because that makes it sound like there's less value than there is. And if you know my stuff, there's always a lot of value in it. And so show up and blow up is something that is streamlined and straightforward, but it's certainly for the person who is either a beginner beginner or a beginner to my world in terms of here's how to show up and make money and, and, and make it quickly right here. Are the things that you need to do here, are the things that are most important right now, what you should prioritize. And then the 75%, I want to take all the other stuff and I want to recreate it all in a way that spoke specifically to the person who is going next level now. Now they're scaling. Now they need to know the the bigger stuff, the deeper stuff, the variables, the selling to the masses, so on and so forth. And so I took a lot of those concepts and I turned that into the Simplify and Scale Society, where again, that's speaking to a different ideal client. And then I'm also selling your fucking welcome and my program, Practical Money Magic, right? In terms of my overall pro uh, product suite. And so, I'm saying I'm, I'm breaking all of that down for you. Hopefully I, I know a lot of you find it helpful to hear my thought process in terms of just again, why I'm doing what I'm doing. And so that overall felt like the smartest and the cleanest way to break things up, not only because of, again, it, it appealed to different ideal clients and then every bucket, if you will, felt a lot cleaner and simpler. Whereas again, 500K sales systems stopped feeling clean and simple to me. But the other part of that is that I also wanted to make sure that I was separating, if you will, the ideal clients based on who I was actually having conversations with. Because as much as I love a lot of the things that I teach and have taught in the show and show up and blow up or the 500K sales system in terms of, okay, growing your audience, whatever, I can't talk to you about how you have to grow your Instagram. It makes me want to cry at this point. I can't have those conversations anymore. I've just had them so many times. And so being able to take show up and blow up and make it just self-study right? That's just self-study. We're not really having conversations at that level. And then being able to turn the simplify and scale society into something that is higher level. And that also is something that is a higher price point and has actual support for me where we're having more higher level conversations. Right. And, and I feel like that can sound unkind and that's certainly not my intention. Uh, like, Oh, you know, the only this could, topic, whatever is worth my time. But I also think that you can understand it where if you've been saying the same things for years, you, you don't want to still have the same conversations over and over again. Right. And so I like the idea of working with that more established business owner in the simplify and scale society. And then we can have again, a little bit more in depth conversations that go a little bit deeper that are again, a little bit higher level when it comes to like the way people are selling and how much they're selling the struggles, all of that kind of stuff. And so that those conversations light me up quite a bit more more than again, show up and blow up where I feel like I've been doing that for a while. And so all of that collectively made it just feel like that, that was the right move overall. And 
again, so when I look back on like the times when I would see people do that in the past, I'm like, oh my God, like, what do you mean? You're like getting rid of something that makes you money again. That doesn't even make sense to me, but I know this move gets to make me more money. And again, it's, you know, a practice to remember that like, and don't get me wrong. I've had my moments where I've been like, oh God, did I make a mistake? I know I didn't, but like that, that'll hit every once in a while in terms of, okay, like, was it smart to get rid of the thing that has made you the most money over the past couple of years? But it was never about it. It was never about that program. It was about me, my knowledge, what I brought to it, my belief behind it, right? And so I know that I get to do that in, for example, the Simplify and Scale Society because I'm, I'm turning that into an even better program that again, gets to make even more money and is even more impactful and powerful for not only myself, but for also for the people who actually take that program. But really, again, I think it's just so important to always remember that like our success is not in a platform in the program that we sold. It's always in who we are and the belief behind it. Right. And I really, truly deeply believe that with this transition. And the other thing that I just want to say really quickly, and I've said this many times before, although I don't know if I've said it on the podcast, but I want you to know that when it came to figuring out what my new offers were going to be or how it was going to streamline or what getting rid of 500K was gonna look like, any of that. I want to just drive home the point here that it was such a fucking messy process. It was not something that came to me in five seconds. It was not something that was an easy decision at all. It was many pieces of paper being drawn on and then thrown out and me feeling like I wanted to punch my computer, right? Like it was not a simple and easy thing. And I just want to say that because I feel like I see so many people, high level people, trying to make a decision about something, trying to shift things. And if they don't have the answer in five seconds, they feel as though they're wrong or like, why don't I get this by now or whatever it is. And so much of this, I just want to remind you over and over again, the process of building a business is so messy so often. And the more that I, and the more that you just allow for it to be messy, allow for it to take some time, the better off you often are and trying to force inspiration or trying to force answers again is a really dangerous way to go in my experience and my opinion. And so again, I wanted to say that because a lot of this, right, I, I did my best to kind of like break it down for you quickly and simply here. But of course there were a lot more conversations in my own brain with Gretchen in terms of what was the right way to go. And it definitely was something I had to agonize over at times in terms of what made the most sense for me. And so I think I'm going to do a separate episode on this, but the other thing that I wanted to say before we wrap up is that one of the most powerful things you can do for yourself in these phases where you're trying to figure out what's next, when you're trying to figure out, you know, what your business at that next phase looks like, I want to beg you and I want to beg myself because I'm not always great at this, but I want to beg you to allow yourself to take time to get anchored into the vision and as you're anchoring into the vision, stop yourself every single time you're like, oh, well, this would be cool. But then how do I do that? Every single time you're like worrying about the how, I want you to stop yourself in that moment. Not because I don't want you to ever figure out the how, but I find that the act of first and foremost, getting powerfully anchored into what you actually want and how you want things to feel and what you're no longer available for and what the non-negotiables are and here's what my ideal situation would be. You let yourself go there and again, you stop yourself every single time you catch yourself pumping the brakes from a place of fear of, well, how am I gonna do this? Well, what would this look like? 
hold off on that. And again, not because I don't want you to figure those things out, but the important thing here to understand is that when you start figuring out the vision and then you start pumping the brakes because you don't know exactly how it's going to work, that's where you wind up in this back and forth kind of one step forward, two steps back cycle because you're trying to figure out what you don't yet know what you're trying to create right? Whereas instead, if you can allow yourself to figure out and get honest with yourself about what you would ideally want, what everything would look like, what would feel exciting, what would be your vision come to life? If you weren't afraid, if you weren't nervous, if you weren't, you know, worrying about if it's going to fail, if you actually allow yourself to look at what this business would look like just from this place of desire and vision, and you allow yourself to completely go there, Then what I find happens is that then you're able to so much more easily then figure out the steps because if you're trying to get yourself behind a vision, that's only half sorted, that's Ellie scratching herself. Sorry. Uh, (laughs) if like, if you're trying to get yourself to figure out a vision, that's only half sorted, you can't get behind it as clearly because again, there it's like you're, I don't know, filling a container with half vision, half fear allow yourself to fill it fully with vision first. And then the rest will fall into place. And I don't mean that magically, but you'll be so excited about the vision that then it's like, Oh, I'm going to figure out the how, no matter what. But again, kind of allowing the fear to seep in too early winds up pumping the brakes and it allows you, or it stops you essentially from really getting it all together and really like allowing yourself to create what you truly and honestly want to create. Right? So vision first, and then the steps, and I'm bringing that up right now because in this scenario, I had a really, and and I would be lying to you if I said that it's completely sorted, but I really had to spend a lot of time being honest with myself around what would everything look like in an ideal situation? If I had it all my way, if I just had, you know, complete permission to build my dream business model, what would that look like? And so that's again, where I had to kind of come down to, okay, here are the programs and here's what we have to get rid of in order to clean things up and to allow myself to create space for the vision. And you have to, again, do that first. Otherwise it's really difficult to figure out the steps without it kind of leading to something that actually feels good. Right. So again, that's what I did in this situation. I allowed myself to figure out what I would ideally want my business and my business model to look like. What would I be selling? How would I be showing up? These are the things. And then, okay, here's what has to stay. Here's what has to go. And again, the 500 K transition was part of that in, in this overall kind of, uh, path to the vision, if you will. And so, yeah, I hope that was helpful. I hope I answered your questions. I did my best to be as transparent as possible, you know, just like always, um, it is on sale until Friday at 11:59 PM Pacific. After that, it is gone forever. Of course, you'll still have access if you bought it, but it will be gone and not available for sale anymore. So yeah, I'll talk to you in the next episode. Bye.